Welcome to Coaching with Catherine, the podcast on defining success on your own terms. My name is Catherine Labenhagen. The first Friday of the month, you will get a new podcast on how to make life mean more and build a life you're proud to live. Today's episode is with Janneke Van Veen. Janneke is an engineer turned empowerment coach. Janneke has overcome one adversity after another and redefined what success means to her through asking for help and following her aliveness. Come join me to hear Janneke's incredibly inspiring story of success. Let's dive in and talk to Janneke now. Hi, Janneke. Welcome to the show. So I'm here today with Janneke. And Janneke is a, a friend and a fellow coach who I connected with uh, during CTI's leadership program. And Janneke, I just want to start for the listeners um, with you just sharing a little bit about yourself, whatever you feel drawn to share, like where you're from, where you live, what, you're, what you do currently, anything that would help the listeners get to know you a little bit better. Great. Yeah. Um, ooh, where to start? Well, um, my name is Janneke, and I'm originally from the Netherlands, so I'm Dutch. And I moved to Los Angeles about, gosh, seven years ago. And um, I really love it here in the States. And during my time in the States, I actually made a big switch of uh, being an engineer and working in corporate America, um, doing some coaching training, and now uh, running my own business uh, for almost two years as an uh, empowerment coach. So, yeah, what does an empowerment coach mean? <laughs> Good one. Um, an empowerment coach is someone you hire to um, have one-on-one coaching sessions with to really empower you to tap into what's already inside you. And I think when looking back to my own career, if I had had uh, a coaching relationship earlier in my career, I would have uh, not suffered so much. There are always people around you, like your spouse, um, your family, your certainly your boss, and some of your colleagues. They all have this agenda for you know how you should be to make their lives easier. And the beauty of a coaching relationship is it's really about the client. It's really about you, and your coach is there to figure out what is it you really want for yourself. And especially with women, I think, in the workplace, we're not taught to be selfish at all. And uh, we actually thrive when we take care of everybody else and ourselves last. And I think that's why I love um, the coaching relationship. And that's why I want to do this, you know, for the rest of my life um, as an entrepreneur. Yeah, I can tell like how much passion you have for this and like how meaningful it is to you, this work. And I'm curious, like what, what was your journey like to getting to this place? Well, I would have to kind of start back in, you know, when I was working as uh, an engineer and and a shift manager uh, back in the Netherlands in a, in a really big factory and had a really big team um, of, um, you know, skilled and experienced, um, employees. And I felt really lost managing them, being a leader for them. 
And I think at that time, uh, a neutral, uh, unbiased coach would have been so useful for me instead of either trying to copy what I saw around me, although that didn't really feel so good because it wasn't my style, or get the confidence of someone to say, it's okay to make mistakes. This is the perfect time in your career to actually experiment and try things out. It's okay if your employee hates you for a bit. You're the boss. That's okay. It comes with the territory. And I think I was just trying to navigate in a way that made everybody happy and ended up making myself miserable. So, yeah, it sounds like it, it's driven from kind of what you felt like you didn't get along your career, like wanting to, wanting to provide that to other people so that they can have a different experience than you had. Yes. Yes. And looking back, I do think that at the beginning of your career, you're supposed to stumble and maybe hate it a little bit so that the next job you take actually gets you closer to, you know, whatever it is you do want and you're very skilled at and, you know, take pride in. Uh, But I think there comes a point, like let's call it mid-career, where if you feel stuck, if you feel like other people are getting the promotions and you aren't, like that place, I don't want people to hang out in too long because it crushes your self-esteem. And it takes way longer to build it back up than to have it, you know, fall, fall through your fingers and into the cracks and like, Oh, where did, where did my confidence go? Um, so I think that's where I see my biggest added value as a coach, that mid career piece where you're like, gosh, this like every day feels so hard and oh, like up against that wall. Um, that's kind of where I see coaching could be such a, a relief. For, mm-hmm. the, for the person, but also for everybody. Like, imagine who that person is married to, or their kids, or their peers, or their boss. Like, I don't understand <laughs> why we don't offer it to everybody mid-career. Like, I would want that for everybody. A coach for everybody would be great. <laughs> so what, it, like, I guess I'm curious, how did you, how did you find out about coaching? Because you were in a field that was so different and and I'm imagining or like at least as I'm hearing you it doesn't sound like you were exposed to coaching like through your through your work it sounds like you something you heard about separately yeah I think I th- and I think that still applies to a lot of industries like the people that would get a coach you know those are the CEOs those are the um, you know the president of the company they can afford and are allowed to have, you know, that be part of, of their team. And, um, yeah, so I, I, I never really had a colleague who had a coach. I mean, you would hear something like if you're close to a burnout, that would be kind of like coach territory or, um, therapy territory. And depending on who you talk to, they're either very um, open about it or very secretive because, you know, it has a negative stigma. Um, So I think for me, it was more in the realm of therapy or you're in trouble. 
versus, hey, you're, you're good. Let's make you great. Let's see if coaching can be the way to unlock your potential. Let's give you some, some extra support versus not that you're in trouble, but you're actually doing great. Let's amplify. Let's empower you to even go further was um, something I've rarely seen in uh, the food manufacturing environment I was working in or in the engineering environment I was working in. And um, yeah, it's such an opportunity. So how did you find out about it? I think, I think it was America <laughs> that first put it on the map for me. So you know, meeting people that were taking classes or meeting people that um, were using coaches as facilitators for team building exercises. I was like, oh, this is good. Instead of having somebody in the team needing to be the facilitator, they can just be part of the group. The boss can be part of the group and let's hire someone neutral to do this. So that was the first time where I'm like, oh, great. Having a neutral, unbiased person just adds to whatever you're trying to contribute in that day. Um, and then I shopped around a little bit, found out. Um, so the, the, the program I'm certified in is from the coaching training Institute. They're really good. I mean, there are other schools out there. They're also really good. But for me living in Los Angeles, I had access to their classes. I took one and I was like, yes, this is it. I have a coaching style as a manager. Anyway, I want I want nothing more than for my, um, you know, for my team members to, to have full autonomy and um, learn and grow as they go. Like, I, I would love that more than, you know, the opposite, which would be micromanaging them or not having a relationship at all. So it just really fit it with my leadership style. And then later on, actually getting certified and then having my own clients and then seeing the growth in the, in, in the people and, and, and just seeing how much more control they had or more choices, actually, the better word, in, in their careers and in their home life. I was like, ah, well, now I'm addicted. Let's do this full time. And that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, it sounds like you started the training when you were actually working um, yeah. in the corporate world and you were going through the courses to like help you be a better manager. I think I, I think I already kind of knew like, Oh, being a full-time coach would be great. I just didn't see how I could get there relatively quick in the corporate setting. And it was important to me to, to stay with the company and to evolve in the company. And I was willing to have it take longer just to be part of, 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 um, you know, the mission of the company. But when I, you know, when I had done it for two years and I was doing these women leadership classes, um, at my, you know, at my employers, um, and just seeing the growth in people, I'm like, yeah, now I can't, mm. can't put the genie back in the bottle. Like, this is what, what I want to do. It makes me so happy compared to, you know, figuring out su supplies, change solutions or, you know, how can we cut down lead time was just not as engaging as getting people to be um, just more powerful in who they were. So, um, so that's when I came to this very interesting place of, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and, you know, build a business case and do this for the employer. 
But if they say, no, if this is not the right time, then I have to be um, honest with myself and say, I'm going to take my, you know, sparkly butt somewhere else and start my own business and do it full time because I believe that this is actually the way for people to be more engaged. So it sounds like you, you like something was lit inside of you when you went through this training and you got your own client or not your own clients, but you started coaching and see people kind of like transform that, that you couldn't like go back into pretending that you didn't know about this whole other world that existed now. Yeah, I couldn't. It just, it was just, and it, and it got worse. Like I got Mm. so, I got so excited and I felt like I really, I'm like, Oh, this is where, where everything comes together my uh, language skills, my engineering background, the fact that I was a manager for so long, reorg after reorg after reorg, I've been there. I had some, you know, personal setbacks, experiences that would just, you know, inform my coaching and make me even better at, you know, being with all of it. That, um, yeah, it was really hard not to want that uh, 100% of the time. and. yeah. And I'm really glad I made, I made the switch. Yeah. Like it's, it's like all of your, like you, you're the full package, like all of your personal life experiences, professional experiences. It sounds like the light bulb kind of went off and you saw how you could contribute all of that in a way that was really meaningful to the profession of coaching. Yeah. Yeah, it was like every time I tried something, even if it wasn't great, it just reaffirmed what was. Whether it was trying to do things, you know, team coaching or, um, you know, workshops, I, I just realized like the one-on-one work is just my jam. I really want to, I really want to do that right now where I am in life. It might be different, you know, a couple of years from now, but. I really can't find a better way to use all my talents and be so rewarded for it. Um, uh, you know, when I see the impact that my clients have on the world, I'm like, who wouldn't want to do that? So how did you like, well, I, okay. What's coming to me when I hear your story is I think about how courageous you must have had to be to like leave your, you know, this career that you invested a lot of time in and start your own thing. So I'm wondering when I say like courageous, like how did you engage with courage or how did you, how did you like make that leap to do your own thing? What, what comes up for you when I ask you that? It's really, (laughs) this is going to sound so silly. It was really because I had hired my own coach. I had hired a person outside of the whole corporate space to to help me get clear on what it really was that I wanted to do. And after a couple of months, I would say probably three months of, of working with this brilliant coach, she asked me like, okay, what do you need to either make the decision if you want to be a full-time coach or, um, yeah, what is it that you need to wrap up? I mean, I, I worked, um, I didn't make it to 10 years, but I loved working for that company. I was so invested and thankful, but invested. 
And when she asked me like, okay, just write down the things you want to do before you could walk away, like was so sobering because it was a short list. I thought for sure it was 10 things. It was three things. And she's like, okay, so if that's the thing, then how long do you really need? And I couldn't come up with a longer excuse than two months to wrap up certain projects or, you know, finish certain things that I was doing with, um, you know, with some of my team members. I'm like, no, I don't want to walk out halfway. I I want to complete this. Um, Yeah. And then it really is okay. You throw your heart over the fence and you're like, Hey company, I want to do this for you. Does this fit in the budget? Do you want to do this with me? And then if they say no, then have the guts to say, great. Well, I guess I'm an entrepreneur now. Bye. And it was, it was so, it's, it's the best decision I've ever made. And yes, you could look back and say, why didn't you do it a year sooner? Well, lots of excuses and lots of reasons. That was the right time for me. And um, I'm thrilled that I did it that way. Yeah, felt really good. And then when you do it and you're like, oh, the sun came up. (laughs) I'm an entrepreneur and the sun came up and I didn't have to do anything to make that happen. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. All these things that I bought in because I was working for the same employer for such a long time. I'm like, there's so much room. There's so much room. And I see that even in my clients when, when they are ready to make a big change, whether it's industries or part-time versus full-time or the other way around, like three months later, they're like, oh my goodness, I had no idea there was so much room. Yeah. There is so much room in the world. There are so many companies so many possibilities, um, and the world is moving faster and faster. So it's good to, you know, look over the fence and kind of like, oh, is the grass greener? Oh, Mm. flowers. Yay. (laughs) Yeah. It sounds like once you took that leap and you started out on your own, like this whole world opened up to you that you weren't really able to see before. And you were able to see possibility that existed and opportunity that existed that maybe you weren't able to see when you were in your like previous environment. Absolutely. And I still have to unlearn some of the behavior. Like it was so odd to, to come to a realization that there was really nobody asked to ask permission for. Like I wake up in the morning and it's, and it's my company. Nobody's going to go like, Hey, where were you? You know, 30 minutes ago. No, it's, it's, it's all me. And, um, that can be fun and that can be really, really challenging because who sets the goals? Me, who makes sure that that's realistic? Also me. And sometimes I just don't have the expertise to really know if it is realistic. So Yes, the wins are yours, but the losses are too. And it's way hard. Like that's when I miss my old colleagues the most when I have a shitty day. It's like, oh, it would be so good to walk downstairs to a water cooler <laughs> and complain to some people. And they would go like, yeah, yeah, I totally get you. And now I'm by myself and, you know, pour myself a cup of coffee and go like, oh, scratch my head. Now what? Um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's 
difficult. It's really difficult to be an entrepreneur, but it's a level of freedom that I don't think you can get um, to this degree when you work for an employer. And if you do, then wonderful. Stay in that job. Love it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it's it's the right fit for you. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, and I'm because you when you said it was it was the best decision that I'm you know, that I've made, like, and then you talk about the challenges, but yet there's like a, a feeling I'm getting that even with the challenging days that you may have, there's like a really deep sense of satisfaction in what you're doing and fulfillment. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, well, here's the thing when, and I don't want to be overly dramatic about it, but it was kind of, it was traumatic, actually. So, you know, here I am. I worked six months up to the point to, to really say goodbye. And, you know, I'm doing my own thing and I'm super proud. And then, you know, it was like maybe six weeks later and I got this, this diagnose for my, for my doctor that I, that I had breast cancer. And, of course, I'm thinking, why now? But I remember, especially the first months of treatment, and especially during chemo, when, you, when you're just at your lowest, I kept thinking, I was an entrepreneur coach for six glorious weeks. I would have felt so shitty if I've never, you know, taken the chance to see if it would fit me. And that was really important. It was really important to know that I didn't have any regrets. And now, you know, two years later, feeling a lot better, um, that still rings true. I'm, I, I love what I do. And um, because I'm, you know, a, a business owner, I can decide my own um, times and days when I work. And it's, it's fabulous. I love putting 12 hours in, knowing it's all, you know, for something I truly believe in. And then on a Friday, go like, it's really hot here in LA. Bye. You know, and just, and, and do that. It's, it's, it's fabulous. And I'm fortunate that, uh, you know, that I have, uh, that I'm, that I have the schooling, that I have the training, that I could do this, um, that I can do this. I'm just so fortunate. So yeah, I, I, I don't see myself giving this up real quick. <laughs> No, I don't, I don't either. You're in it for the long haul. Yeah. 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 And I think that's another thing that would have been really different if I, you know, looking back, if, if I, if I didn't have to deal with this, you know, major health challenge, I think I would have um, felt like I needed to be as successful as I was at the, um, you know, at my corporate gig um, way quicker. And now I'm like, no, entrepreneuring is like gardening. It starts with the seed and then you pour water on it and it might not even grow. While before it was like, no, results now. So um, in a way, I think I've given myself permission to, um, yeah, to be a slower rower. And um, yeah, and, it's, it, and it feels so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can, I, I can tell, like, there's, there's just such a sense of, um, like contentment and like pride. Like I can tell you're really proud of yourself and how you've handled this, 
journey and this transition to being an entrepreneur and how you're currently showing up in your life? Yeah, and it translates so well to what I see in my clients. Like when they, and and sometimes it takes six months, sometimes it takes two years to really figure out what it is that makes your, you know, makes your heart sing. And that sounds really woo-woo, but it really isn't. Like some people like soccer, some people like, you know, baseball. It's different, but you really know when you're at a game, if you're having fun or if you're not having fun. And I wish that people would treat their current careers like that because there's, there are careers now, you know, and I mean, this is in the news all the time. Certain careers don't exist anymore and other careers are brand new. And yeah, you don't want to, that, that era of, of staying with your employer just to get the tenure I don't think we live in that world anymore. And I think people want a sense of satisfaction and fulfillment from every day in their jobs. Mm. And I, I think you deserve that because if you're spending 40, 60 hours at that, at that place, might as well make it mean something. That's so powerful. And I, I'm wondering like, what would you say to the people who are like, maybe just feeling really discouraged? Like, Maybe they've tried to consider what else that they would want to do or what really like lights them up and they just are struggling and they haven't found their jam like you have. Like what, what advice do you have for them? So much. Where to start? I think number one, it's okay that you feel this way. So step one is you don't have to pretend everything is peachy. I've, I've, I sat in my car in the parking lot just before going into the office crying or listening to my favorite Katy Perry song to just get through one more day. So if you're in your car and that's how you're feeling, hi, welcome to the club. There is hope. There is hope. And the, sometimes the best way to get into a more, a place of choice is to talk to people that, um, yeah, that, that are either, you know, coaches or maybe you have a mentor or maybe you have someone in your life, like a friend and just really tell them like, this sucks. Okay. What sucks about it? What would make it better? And then go from there. And of course my answer would be get a coach. Um, and it can start with just confiding in one person. And maybe that's your boss or your spouse, or maybe that's like the neighbor you never normally talk to because talking to strangers is awesome because it's just like word vomit. Here you go. Bye. And so that would be, so it's okay if you're in the car crying to confide into one person. And if you feel a little bit better, then keep doing that. Keep doing that. And my guess is the more you tell people what it is you're struggling with or the thing that it, that would make your life better, the more people will go like, Oh, go there, go left, go right. And it's not going to be a smooth journey. It's going to have humps and bumps, but here's the thing. I rather climb Mount Everest knowing that on the other side, there might be a chance for happiness than to just climb a mountain and climb it and climb it and climb it and climb it and never get into, you know, 
never getting to the other side of anything. Maybe it's worse, but then you can backtrack. You know, it's, it's give yourself more room and create. If you feel like, like there's no choice, confide in someone and, and find more choices. Mm. The world is so big. It's so big. Like, seriously, I had no idea that the United States was this big. It's that big. <laughs> like, the Netherlands was big. You know, 15, 16 million people. That's a lot of people. There are so many people on this planet. There are so many jobs. There are so many companies. There is something else out there. Gotta be. <laughs> it's so, like, uplifting to hear you talk because you just have so much, like, positivity and optimism and encouragement. And I, I knew that was, like, why I wanted to interview you, even though... Like, I wasn't entirely sure, but now I, I understand why, because it's just like you, like, just like ooze this life. It's like your life, your life, <laughs> and it's flowing out of you, and it's so incredibly beautiful. It's not often a compliment starts with you ooze, but I'll take it. Thank you. Yes, I I, I, on a good day, I ooze aliveness. <laughs> Let me ooze. And on, on a bad day, on a bad day, what do you ooze? It's just ooze. <laughs> There's no aliveness to it. No, it's just stinky stuff. No, I don't know. Um, what I do know is, yeah, I think, I think, you know, what I've shared about, um, you know, just moving, moving countries is transformative. You know, if you really want to know if you're married to the right person, immigrate. Seriously, <laughs> it's the best test ever. And, um, you know, being faced with a serious, serious health challenge, um, yeah, will be transformative too. And here's, here would be, this would be my advice. Don't get sick. Don't get sick. For you to make a change, start now. Do a sample session with a coach. Um, confide in a person you trust, or just admit to yourself, like, I don't like where I am. And yeah, and take it from there. Yeah, you're really giving people like some easy steps that they can, some options, like an assortment of options. Yeah. You can. You can call a coach, you can talk to your neighbor, you can talk to your friend, your spouse, but do, I think what you're saying is do something, do something to shift things instead of just keep plugging along yeah. doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Cause that it, it's really, it's really a message of just be vulnerable for one second. And when you, open up this thing. Like I get it. Like there were days where I'm like, if one more person talks to me, I'm going to like, I'm going to hit you in the face. Like I, I need all this energy to just keep it together. Well, at that point, you know what keeping it together feels like, and it doesn't feel good. So just like go with one finger, open up to someone and, um, and see what happens. And I bet that it releases some of the pressure, gives you a little bit of oxygen. And yeah, and don't, don't wait for it to get that bad. 
like even if you're like like even if you're in that mid-career point and you're like gosh I don't even know I don't even know what my next step is like nobody has ever talked to me this year about uh, where I'm headed you know in my career or in my life or in my health or anything also perfect moment to just start start the conversation and just see and if you open up and you're like nope nope <laughs> don't like this taste then uh then you tried and then i apologize <laughs> but but even then you're more clear about i want to i want to continue doing what i was doing exactly yeah and there's something to that like just having being at choice in whether you choose to stay or you choose to go but having it be a conscious choice instead of feeling like you don't have any other options. Yes, exactly that. Choosing to stay is a choice too. And doing it with a fresh set of data versus, oh, you know, it's been five years, before, you know, I haven't looked over the fence or I haven't opened the door. Open a window. I'm like, I'm metaphoring. <laughs> Open the window, see what blows in. You don't like the smell. Just close the window. <laughs> at least, at least you've had some air. And then you can choose to be super happy where you are. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, it's like, it, it's really what I'm hearing is like, it, it's not going to hurt anything. Like, you can always go back to what you know. But if you have some air, if you air it out, so to speak, then, you know, it might give you a little more clarity about like, yeah, like I'm actually choosing this because I want to be here, not because I have to be here or because, yeah, I'm stuck here. I'm like making a choice to be here. Ooh, that to me is the definition of success. I love how you just read my mind because... <laughs> I was, I was like going to ask you the question of like, what has all this, like you've been on so many journeys, um, professionally, personally, you know, with your health. And I was curious, like, what is, what is all this kind of made you realize about what, what is success to you? Success to me is having the freedom to choose. And making choices based on you know a set of values i have and right now with everything that happened to me and how my life unfolded i really care about a healthy work-life balance and i really care about relationships with people like one-on-one -on -one. it's what i love right now so if i can make choices to try out things and hopefully improve what I'm doing. But while maintaining this healthy work-life balance and honoring my value of really getting to know people, I'm really supporting them in what they want to achieve in the world. Like I would be so freaking successful <laughs> in life. I mean, like that would be the dream. Yeah. But you're, you're doing that. At least in what, what you just described, you're, you're wildly successful. Yeah, I've, I've, never, I've never felt this fulfilled and this level of success in, in any of the really quirky and, um, you know, especially in the beginning of my, my career, the really quirky, weird stuff I did as a designer 
and then, you know, stepping into the engineering and then the leading of people. Um, yeah, I'm really, I'm really happy where I am. And what I want to do now is just maintain and continue this, this place I'm creating. Yeah. It feels like a little garden. I would love for this to be a solid park with some fountains and, you know, maybe some more people in it. Like that would be brilliant. But that's, that's what I want to do. I want to do slow, slow growing, high quality, and just have, have real fun with, with the people um, I get to work with. Yeah, it's, it's just so in- incredibly inspiring hearing your story. And I just want to really thank you for taking the time to come on and be here and share with me and our listeners and offer support and inspiration and encouragement to people. Thank you. Thanks for, for having me on. And thanks for, um, you know, and thanks for, for honoring and taking a stand of what it is you want to achieve in this world. Um, yeah. When you invited me on, I'm like, heck yeah, of course for you, anything. I had a really great time. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I want to like end by asking you, how can people find you? Like if people want to reach out and have a sample session with you or just connect with you or follow you, like where can they find you? Ah, well, that's a great question. Thank you. Um, well, they can go to my website, which is um, yannickacoaching.com or um, shoot me a note at uh, coachyannicka at gmail.com. And then, of course, the question is, how the heck do you spell Yannicka? Yeah, I was going to ask you that. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad you already have that on your mind. <laughs> yes. So for anybody wondering, this beautiful Dutch name <clears throat> is J-A-N-N-E-K-E. So um, yannickacoaching.com or coachyannicka. J-A-N-N-E-K-E. Yes. Right. That's, okay. That's me. So yannickacoaching.com or coachyannicka at gmail.com. Yes. And I would love, I would love to get some responses um, on this podcast. Either, either you completely agree with me or maybe you don't. That would be fun too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just shoot me a note. Yeah. To have a conversation. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, because that's, really what you value and you've just highlighted that and sharing that's what's really meaningful to you and also encouraged the listeners to have a conversation with someone like a real conversation about how you're really feeling yeah I think it would be wonder if somebody's listening and thinking wow you know I'm the one I'm the person crying in the car or I haven't had a real conversation about you know, the balance I'm looking for in my life or this, this, yeah, my next step in the, in my career. Um, yeah, reach out to me and, and I would, you know, give you some coaching and see if it, if it, if it fits your needs. And I would really love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you would give them space just to cry if that's what they needed. Yes, you can, you can scream at me or cry with me or, or we can have a blast and just giggle. And dance, dance to Katy Perry. Yeah, let's do it. On that note, is there anything that you feel like you haven't already said about success, about your own journey, about um, what, you know, really lights you up that you want to share in the last couple minutes? That is a big question. 
actually, I, I think most of it was covered. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the, my last thing would be life is short. Life is so, so short. So make it count. That's my t-shirt version. <laughs> wow. Well, I think that's a perfect place to stop. Yes. Um, and let people consider that. But yeah, you are such a, an inspiration. Thank you for sharing your time with me, for being so real and authentic and vulnerable and just really appreciate you. Thank you. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Okay, that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to Coaching with Catherine. If you like this podcast, please show us your support by leaving a review in iTunes or Google Play. It helps us so much and helps others to find the show. You can also visit me at www.coachingwithcatherine, spelled K-A-T-H-A-R-I-N-E, dot com, or on Facebook to learn more about me and the work I do. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.